Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Five sixty, the Joe Radio Rewind, running back some of the best you've heard here on Five Sixty over the past twenty-four hours. Where you at? I am Dan Day, and I'm bringing it on the way from Joe Rose Show. Talking hockey, because hockey seems to be the fever of South Florida right now. He'll be talking with Bill Lindsay, Greeny, touching the baseball paths with Al Leiter, and then Hawk and Crowder. There's a change in tonight's lineup. Right now, let's line it up with some headlines. The Panthers are back in playoff action tonight as they face the Lightning at 8. Florida is down 1-0 in the series. The Marlins play the Phillies tonight at 7. Miami is 3-7 in their past 10 games. The Heat will raise capacity to 8,600 for the playoffs. They will also ease concession standards. Miami will play Milwaukee in the first round of the playoffs. The University of Florida will have full capacity at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium this upcoming football season. Tonight begins the NBA play-in games at 6.30. It's Hornets versus Pacers. Then at 9, Wizards take on Celtics. Tomorrow, it's Spurs versus Grizzlies, then Warriors-Lakers. Following Medina Spirits failing a drug test, Bob Baffert is banned from entering a horse at the Belmont Stakes. The race will be run June 5th. Garrett Cole set a Major League Baseball record, striking out 59 batters without a walk. He did walk a batter later, and his Yankees lost 5-2 to the Rangers. And now, let's go ahead. Let's take a step into the day spa. Flight passenger in Minnesota was seen snorting a white substance and being belligerent while not wearing a mask, which caused the plane to not take off. Not me. A man recently balanced a pool cue on his head for two hours and 16 minutes. Man, I wish I had two hours to burn. A woman in Great Britain missed out on an 18 million euros lottery jackpot because she washed her ticket in her pants. She can take the solace in the fact that she's my hot mess of the day. An identical twin is refusing to be his brother's best man after his ex has decided to marry the brother. Well, she likes what she likes. You like what you like, you know you like The Joe Rose Show. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10, right here on 560 The Joe. Hockey. It's the thing in South Florida right now. So Joe Rose touches base with Bill Lindsay talking about Game 1 drama. Ready for Game 2? 
maybe a makeup call tonight, and Panthers Lightning, the premier series in the NHL playoffs. Billy, tough game one, suspension going into game two, must win game two. This is a big one tonight, Billy. It's fun It's fun to have this playoff hockey in town, that's for sure. It is, especially against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game one was filled with all kinds of emotions. Uh, leads for both teams kind of swapped back and forth. Tampa Bay's got a really good power play, so all the emotions that go into a game, you just got to make sure that you don't step over the line, take too many penalties. The Panthers got caught in the penalty box a little bit too often. Some superstars back in the lineup for Tampa Bay, Kucherov and Stamkos. Kucherov, one of the best players in the league, made a bit of a difference in the game with a couple yeah. of goals. So, uh, welcome back. He did not seem to have any rust, but it was exciting. The fans in there uh, with capacity around 10,000 people. It was loud and it felt like a playoff game and I watched the early playoff games on Sunday and it was nothing compared to what we saw with Tampa Bay and Florida going head-to-head. There was a lot of raw emotion. The teams don't like each other and it was playoff hockey at its best. Unfortunately, the Panthers just fell that one goal short. Well, I just want to let you know, since it was your birthday yesterday, don't think I didn't know it wasn't your birthday yesterday. They got they owe you a win tonight, man, for that birthday. All right. That sounds good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they owe me one. That sounds good. I'll go with they, that. They owe you but, one. You know what's weird, Billy? I'm skiing. Yeah, go ahead. The last time they won a series, this is what happens, man. I, I, I've been through this with the Dolphins. They haven't been to a Super Bowl. I was on the last Super Bowl team in this town. You were on the last team – that won a playoff series. And it, it, it's been a while, man. We we got to break this thing. We got a lot of stuff to get to here with you. So the officiating the other day, you had a goal taken away. I guess pretty much built bad call on it, right? Bad call on the goal. I would agree. Uh, there's a chance. He pushed his pad to some degree. So it, it, it could have been reviewed. Here's Joe. Here's where the problem lies in the refereeing is that it should be called a goal on the ice. And then it has a chance to be reviewable. Once he calls the goaltender interference himself, the play is not reviewable. And you can see in football, it's the same example. Joe is in football with the forward pass that maybe is a fumble and not a fumble. You'll see the referees now rule it a fumble, even if it might be a forward pass, because then they have a chance to look at it. But if they rule it a forward pass and incomplete right, right. off the bat, then the play is not reviewable. So if the ref at that moment called it a goal on the ice. Now Tampa can challenge it for goaltender interference. It takes it out of his hands. So that's, whether it was goaltender interference or not, the problem lies with the ref taking it immediately right. and waving it off. So that's that's the problem that I had with that. And then all the, the boarding stuff and the hits from behind got carried away. There could have been the suspensions on, on both sides. It was a tough hockey game. But you got to play through that, the referees and everything that happens. You got to be able to overcome that kind of stuff in this series. And even on the even on the penalties, guys, what you look at there, you if you have a a boarding call from behind, you can call it a five minute major and also review that, and it, you can take it down to a two minute minor if you deemed it wasn't necessary of a five minute penalty. But once you call it just a minor. You can't look at it and raise the bar to a five-minute penalty. So there's where the refereeing was at fault, in my opinion, is that the goal should have been called a goal, reviewable, and then the boarding hits, call them five-minute majors, and take a look at it. And if it's not a five-minute major, make it a two-minute minor. So hopefully they do a better job tonight. So that's what I wanted to ask you. And I said this earlier. I want to know if you agree or not. So 
The officials go back. They're going to evaluate. Obviously, they're going to find out they didn't have the greatest night, especially Panthers for the Panthers with some – you believe in the makeup call a little bit here in game two? I expect the Panthers to have a couple more power plays tonight than Tampa Bay. Do you see that a little bit when it is that bad in, in a game one? There could be a little bit of makeup here in game two after evaluating their performance. It's a, it's a possibility. We'll see how we go through it. They have to ref each game, and the referees are evaluated just like uh, the teams that advance, uh, the referees advance and get as many games in a series based on how well they did in the game. And only the best referees advance to the second round based on their grades and in the third round. And by the time you get to the Stanley Cup, the referees that did the best in the postseason are repping the right. uh, the Stanley Cup finals. So they're great at every game. They'll look back. We'll, we'll see how they officiate it tonight. But it's got to they, – they know there were probably some areas that they need to clean up for sure. But if the Panthers – play their game the Panthers draw a lot of penalties do some good work keep the game five on five they're a better team in my opinion when the game's at even strength but if they get the makeup calls and get the power play opportunities they just have to make the most of it and all that being said even though the refereeing wasn't great the Panthers have to have the ability to kill off penalties you have to kill off the Tampa Tampa Bay can't go three for four on the power play and that's basically the game so the refereeing Everyone wants a point, point, point at the refs. But if you look at the Panther side of it, kill off the penalty. Do your job, kill penalties. Billy, who, who's starting tonight? Big Bob, Drieger, who, who gets who gets in goal tonight, you think, for this team? Uh, that's a good question. Drieger's been great all season. Bobrovsky, um, there's a chance Drieger plays. I'm not sure where Quenville's going to go with it. Bobrovsky wasn't, wasn't terrible in game one. There was a lot of shots, a lot of great A scoring chances both ways. Even Vasilevsky gave up four down at the other end. So it's uh, it's a question whether Quenville feels comfortable with Bobrovsky or, or Drieger. That's a high-pressure situation for Drieger. That's, he, it was his rookie season last year where he got a few games and really cemented himself as an NHL player this year in, in his mid-20s. So if I looked at it, I'd, I'd probably go back with Bobrovsky uh, one more time here at home ice. But uh, Quenville's the guy. He knows that dressing room better than anyone else. And that's the luxury the Panthers have. they got two quality Quality netminders, and they'll have no problem going to Drieger if they feel Drieger is the the guy for the situation. All right, and the other news, as you mentioned before, Sam Bennett getting um, suspended for one game. The guy has been unbelievable since getting picked up or in the trade uh, and coming to the Panthers. Uh, how hard is that to replace for this group? In one game, the Panthers can get through it, and what Quinville's done so good last this year is the taxi squad, the extra members. He's used everyone during the course of the regular season, and he's played them in critical situations. So you're not going to have some guys coming in the lineup that haven't played. Everyone's played during the course of the year. They know the system. I don't believe it's that hard to replace for one game. You have to make some line adjustments. That shouldn't be a problem, but Sam Bennett will be missed uh, to somewhat, but that's why the Panther team has relied on their depth this year, and that's why Quenville used everyone during the regular season because if something like this arises in the postseason, then he can put someone in the lineup that has experience and has played. So it's Wenberg and Achari. Well, probably Achari, he has no problem moving Achari from the fourth line, maybe to that second line, center line role, and a guy like Nikita Gusev who can score, play on the power play, he can get in there and play up and down your lineup wherever you want, and the, the one difference you might see tonight is you'll see some mixing and matching of lines 
you'll probably see some different line combinations from the time the game starts, from the time the game ends. You'll see different guys playing with different players throughout the course of the game. That's where the biggest adjustment will come from the Panthers is just the in-game management and how Quenville deploys his players. Hey, Bill, I wanted to ask you uh, about Barkoff, who, who had some dirty plays against him. Got looked like the guy t- tried to tackle him, looked like he was trying out for an NFL football team. Uh, should those guys, do you expect officials to take better care of the star players? Is that the way it works or not necessarily, especially in the playoffs? They have to. Beyond Rudnick got mixed up in behind them and Barkoff, and that was a play behind the net. But that's the way the series is going to be played. And uh, I, back to 96, I went toe-to-toe with Yarmir Yager. I was after him the whole time, uh, slashing him in scrums, punching him in the head, doing everything I could. You could get away with a little bit more, but <laughs> it's playoff hockey, and they're going to target the stars. And if you're Barkoff, if you're Nikita Kucherov on the other side, Stamkos, you have to expect that players are going to come after you. And that's part of rising up. Uh, Sidney Crosby's been through it. All the superstars, that Mario, Lemieux, everyone. If you go down the list, they've had to go through it in playoff hockey. So they'll protect them. They'll make sure that they don't get any extra liberties or something that's going to injure them. But as far as that play behind the net where they get engaged and tackling, they're going to try and do that stuff against Barkov okay. and we got some players that are going to try and do it against their star players, and that's, that's part of it. It's just you want to try and get those superstars engaged in stuff like that, and the more you can, the better your odds are. So that's Jan Ruta is just trying to do his job and, and kind of goat Barkov into a situation. Billy, how happy is the NHL that there's this little rivalry brewing now between Tampa and Florida? Now it's in the playoffs, not just in-state, but something good for NHL having these two teams go at it and be so physical with each other. Really happy. They're starting to see the the rivalry develop. It's uh, good for the state of Florida. It's good for the growth of the game. These two teams being really good at the same time, it's never happened before. So finally, after 27 years, we get the battle of the Sunshine State. It lived up to the billing in game number one. Uh, Watched the early game Sunday. There was nothing like our game. It was off the charts as far as hitting uh, penalties. It had everything. Uh, it's the premier series, in my opinion, in this first round. You got two of the best teams, and trying to get out of this first round is going to be a tough tale. <laughs> and the Panthers lost game one, but they're they're good, and they can stand toe to toe with the with the Lightning. If they stay the penalty box, and like I said, keep it five on five. But the NHL, this is really good for the NHL, the state of Florida, the growth of the game in the United States, the growth of the game here in Florida. You just this was a series a long, long, long time in the making and it finally happened and it's going to live up to the billing that's the great part of it well if it's anything like game one bill oh my god was that that was just so so much fun you couldn't turn that off there there's no i mean you yeah it was back and forth the hits the the big hits the dirty hits the screaming and yeah oh no it was uh it was great by the way i gotta go back to you so Nobody had to tell you before in those games. You just named all those star players you played with, especially going through that Stanley Cup run to the finals. So you just knew that was going to be part of your job, whatever it would take to get under their skin, run at them whenever. Absolutely. Yeah, I would slash Yager on First game against the Pittsburgh, I slash Yager on the faceoff as hard as I could on the top of his skates. <laughs> and he sort of backed off. And I, and, I, and I just said, it's not going to stop this whole series. And... You know, I used my mouth a lot or whenever I could, but uh, I chopped him, and every chance that I got, a little extra scrum, I'd punch him in the hair or punch him in the face. 
little face wash. I, I would do anything I could if I got in front of the goaltender and he had the puck. I would give him a face full of snow with stop in front of him and just give him a snow shower. And <laughs> you would just uh, do anything possible to get under the skin. And uh, a lot of players uh, have to play like that. And the stars got to try to score goals. And the pests, the pests have to be pests. And <laughs> if you watch play. Playoff hockey is going, it's literally, if you watch playoff hockey and you watch game one, it's like going from the American Hockey League to the NHL. That's it. That's how much the pace changes. So when you go from the regular season to the postseason, it's a whole different level. And uh, that's why I call the regular season, is, is the, it's what it is, but the real season is, is the playoffs. And you only have one dream as a player once you get established in the league, and that's to win a Stanley Cup championship. And that's why you see Pat people battle so hard and it's a real hard trophy to win and it's going to be hard whoever wins the trophy this year it might be the hardest year ever to win the stanley cup just way the way the seedings are in the right. divisions right like we have to go through tampa bay and maybe carolina and then a vegas team and then whoever gets this so the road to the stanley cup final if you look at the divisions the first and second round matchups you win the Stanley Cup this year. You deserve it. We're going to get all the hockey action going right here on 560. The Joe, Doug Plagans, and Danny Garcia on the call. It is going to be around 7.30 pregame, 8 o'clock. The puck will drop. Get yourself ready. Speaking of getting ready, some greenie getting you ready for baseball. He's calm. He's He's got a good good uh, a routine about him. And, um, you know, it started young, right? You know, he was only five maybe six my last year in the big league so he vaguely remembers but he'll be talking to al lighter that's on the way here on 560 the joe radio rewind Five sixty, the Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best you've heard here on Five Sixty over the past twenty four hours. How do you do? I am Dan Day. Follow me on social media, please. At Dan Day Radio, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Got a little LCD sound system. Daft Punk is playing at my house. Yeah, good stuff. Love LCD sound system. Always quality music and always quality from Greeny weekdays from ten to noon right here on Five Sixty, the Joe. Talking a little baseball with a guy who knows a little bit of baseball. He played in the league for a while. Al Leiter talking about the apple of his eye. Baseball is different now. And then a little Yankees and Otani. Leiter a pitch away. No balls, two strikes. Two outs in the ninth. Leiter into the wind. A pitch to Wimmer. Here it is. Swing and a miss. It's a no-hitter for Jack Leiter. The Commodores pour out of the third base dugout. And from the bullpen, he struck out 16. And it is my pleasure to welcome to the program a man soon to be known as the second best pitcher in the Lighter family <laughs> from the MLB Network. Uh, here is Al Lighter back with me on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Al. That's good. You know what? It's funny, Greeny, because uh, now it's already started. It's like, hey, wait a minute. You're, you're, you're Jack Lighter's dad, right? So as a, as a father, I love it. And uh, it's pretty cool, I have to admit, to uh, watch your son uh, you know, go out and do what he's doing. It, it's been so exciting for all of us, me and my family and everybody else. 
I, I can't even fathom it. He's pitching at Vanderbilt, and I asked Buster only about it on TV today, all, off the air, just in a, in a mic check. I uh, guess, you know, Buster is so proud because he goes to Vandy, which is his alma mater. And he said, I said, you know, w- give me the, 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 the scouting report here on the difference. And he said, maybe a little less emotional on the mound than Al Leiter was. Would you describe that as an, an, appropriate, uh, an appropriate read on the situation? Yeah, that that would be 100% accurate. So, Greeny, he definitely took on my wife's personality. I was a bit of a nut job out there. If you remember, uh, I, I had some, you know, strange additional level level of intensity. Kind of had the football mentality. I did play fo- high school football. But, uh, no, yeah, he's got – he's calm. He's He's got a good good uh, a routine about him. And, um, you know, it started young, right? You know, he was only – five maybe six my last year in the big league so he vaguely remembers but yeah i would say the disposition and demeanor not even close uh he's got me beat by a mile now let me ask you an honest question because you know my my kids played a little tiny bit of sports and 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 even that i had the hardest time watching it was excruciating for me i'm watching my son playing aau basketball when he was in seventh grade and it was it was basically all i could do to sit there and i'm listening to some of the parents that would be yelling at referees and like i it i I didn't even find it an enjoyable experience i wanted to find joy in it but i struggled to now what is it like for your son well listen and i don't want to overdo this i mean let him be his own man but what is it like for you You know, as can you find joy in watching it or or how do the whatever nerves and anxiety and everything else sort of factor into that? Yeah, yeah. So you nailed it. It, it definitely I thought I'd be good about it because I, I mean, without getting into all the psychoanalysis of this, but my my career turned around when I met a guy by the name of Harvey Dorfman in 1991, the mental game of baseball. And he was kind of the baseball sports psychologist guy, a time when you didn't admit to that you needed some uh, help between the years. Uh, and now it's everywhere, as you know, with, uh, you know, teams hiring these you know people to help the guys. So my thing watching him, Greeny, is I always just look at, you know, and understand what his process program and routine is and get to that space of what his job is and then just watch the either execution or lack of execution. So I go into it kind of in a weird way, like a loving dad to like an analyst to a coach who wants to like help. Like I can watch anybody anywhere. I, I remember when I was with the Mets, I, the kids were little. And before I go to Shea Stadium, my wife and I would have the stroller and I'd be walking through Central Park before, you know, head out to Shea. And I'd see some kid throwing whatever. And I'd be like, hey, get your arm up. And they'd look at me, you know, like, yeah, piss off. Leave me alone. And, uh, you know, and, I, and I'm going over to Shea Stadium, the pits, you know. So uh, I, it's just in me. So I think when I watch my son, there's always like in a, in a good way, not in, not in like some crazy way. I promise you. Uh, it's just. Uh, and then the other thing is I keep score to keep myself busy. So that's the other part of uh, not getting too anxious about it. So, yeah, I guess there's a little bit of stuff going on there, but um, I love it. I don't care. He was the littlest kid on his travel team. He batted seventh to ninth, barely pitched until high school. And I said, Jack, you're a smart kid. And I said, you know, maybe baseball can get you to a really good school, like Northwestern or, you know, Ivy or something like that. Um, and then, you know, he progressively just got better and got stronger. And, you know, when Vanderbilt came on board, he always, you know, that was his dream school. So, yes, Greeny, it's been great. It's been amazing. 
Well, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for the whole family. And let's not go any further with that. Let's get I into- did drop a Northwestern in there as you did the Buster Olney, right? Uh, absolutely. There, and that's, that's our little back and forth there. So absolutely, yes. I, 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 I am delighted that you, you chose the right school to drop Joe in Girardi there. Joe Girardi was with, uh, the, with the Northwestern Wildcats when I was recruited, and uh, he was on my recruiting trip. Uh, when I was in high school, when Ron Wellman was the coach, so had a choice between there and some other good schools, but didn't didn't pick it and then sign with the Yankees. The rest is history, I guess. And it all, all seemed to work out pretty well. Let's get to some breaking moves. Breaking moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports. With Al Leiter, who you'll see on MLB Network tonight. Uh, MLB Network's got Red Sox, Blue Jays Thursday and Mariners Padres on Friday, and and I want to ask you before we get into any specifics, one big picture question because the way the game is 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 played right now, and particularly the way pitching is right now, it feels as though there has been a pretty dramatic shift, even in the in the basically short time since you were pitching. So I, I want to ask you it this way: if you were pitching in today's game, how different would your approach be from what it was when you were in the bigs? You know, whatever it was, fifteen years ago. Yeah, good question. So, yes, strikeouts are up, batting average is down. Uh, let's just start with that. And then as a result, we keep hearing uh, that home runs are up. And, yes, while they are, especially the last few years, the the significant home runs per game, if you go back, uh, Greeny, over, over a handful of years, and you could even go back into – you know, 90s, 80s, uh, you know, even back to the 60s when, when 1961, when they had, uh, you know, Maris and Mantle doing what, what, what they did. Mm-hmm. It's always been right around a, about a home run per game. And now, you know, as we get closer to what's transpired the last few years, it's like 1.3, 1.4. My point is this. I know that they're going to try to do a variety of things to try to make the game either quicker pace or more interesting. My take is it's an approach to what hitters do. Uh, hitters recognize that OPS plus and slug the ball and try to hit over the fence and you can't hit through the shift, hit over the shift, et cetera, that the, the hitting approach has changed with not valuing shortening up your swing consistently through a lineup because the lineup for the most part, a lot of guys have the same approach, whether the guy hit, hits eight home runs or he hits 35 home runs. And I think that is the distinct difference that I can identify when I did pitch to what guys are trying to do now. It's just, there's more swing and miss. There more, there's much more talent. There's more athleticism. Uh, these guys are, are terrific athletes, but I, I think the approach has changed because it, they're told that strikeouts don't really matter. And if you go one for four with a three-run homer in the seventh inning, you had a great night. Um, and I can tell you that the nuisance pain in the neck guys were the guys that would battle, you know what, fight, 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 get on base. If they had the ability to steal a bag or, or you know, first or third, that, that to me is, is an element that I'd like to see more of. Oh, me too. And I mean, I can illustrate the point that yeah. you're making. So right now, home runs per game, they're on pace to be seventh most of all time. Runs scored per game is on pace to be the 95th most <laughs> of all time. So yeah. right now, home runs are not equaling more runs in the sport, for better or for worse. Al Leiter is with us here. Let me get into some individual teams. I have a minute with you here. Uh, let's talk about the Yankees yep. to begin with, who you, you did their games, of course, for such a long time. Do you believe they need to make, as you look at what the White Sox are doing right now in the American League and the Red Sox after the surprising start they got to and more, do you think that as we start to approach the trade deadline, the Yankees need to make some sort of impact impactful move 
to sort of fulfill the the destiny that so many people had, had put all this pressure on them for this season? So uh, I think they're always that team to do such thing, right? So I think as a result, you'll see that eventually for for uh, for the Yankees to do it. I I, I think this, uh, Greeny. I, I I think when I look at this team. Uh, they have a definitely periodic health issue, right? Most recently, Giancarlo Stanton. Um, you know, so they're, they're, there's can they stay on the field, right? Uh, Giancarlo ha- has been looking great uh, up until who knows how that'll play out. Uh, Gary Sanchez, to me, I, I don't know if he's relegated as as a backup guy now, betting a buck eighty five. But even with all of that said, because it is it is Yankee Stadium and it's an easy place to hit, especially right field. How deep of a rotation do you do you like and trust? Uh, I thought Kluber was going to be a nice pickup because here's a guy that never had to rely on on velocity per se, um, kind of a you know a, a Greg Maddox slash uh, Roy Halladay kind of look. So I, it's really good to see him do well. Of course, Garrett Cole. I know he had a clunker against Texas last night, but elite, elite, right up there with Jacob Degrom. And then it comes down to. Do they have enough? Like, do do you trust Jamison Tyon to be a third guy? You know, is he is he is he the guy? I do know this that they're going to obviously be in it. I think the Chicago White Sox are exciting as hell. I think Tony Larusa has got these guys believing that this is a a new version of the of the eighties A's swagger. Um, Billy Hamilton is exciting. Talk about guys that can run. Yeah, yeah. I think now when you're looking at forty forty ish games. You, you start kind of playing out as to, or, you know, is this actually the team? You got to start giving some love to the Red Sox, uh, for sure. I, I did not expect that. They had 24 wins already. They it took them 60 games to do it uh, last year. Yes, I, I think the Yankees will eventually do something. I just don't know if they have enough pitching. I love their bullpen, um, but it's you know it's a conversation that we'll have. I'm sure closer coming to the deadline. Al Leiter with me here for one more moment on ESPN Radio. One last thing for you. How do you put into perspective what Shohei Hotani is doing right now? Oh, my gosh. When I first saw him come over, I, I really watched most closely with, with, his, with his pitching. And I just saw a guy that had elite ace status stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they said, well, he's a two-way player. I said, well, that, that hasn't happened since Babe Ruth. So it sounded nice and it was kind of cute. But I'll tell you, Greeny, you know, I didn't realize that he made his debut uh, as a rookie and 18 years old in Japan as a right fielder. Uh, I, it's legit. What The home run he hit last night, it was head high, 94 miles an hour. He mm-hmm. ripped it, pulled it. Uh, you know, so here he is. He's the modern-day Babe Ruth. I, I, and I, I don't think it's a stretch. Stuff-wise, amazing, uh, back after the Tommy John in, in 18. And hitting-wise, I'm, I'm just completely convinced that this guy can rake. I mean, he's the first pitcher that I believe actually will deserve an MVP because I'm a guy that Cy Young is the uh, MVP for pitchers. But um, so much fun to watch. He's a reason to watch. He really is. Baseball season is in full swing, and I have got Marlins fever. I love watching the Marlins. They're up and down a little bit, but hey, still a good team. Good team to watch. Speaking of good, Hawk and Crowder, always good. It's game night! 
bittersweet for me, but I love it to do. <laughs> We've had a change in the starting lineup, oh. and I'm not talking about Drieger. I'm talking about Crowder going to the game tonight. Lineup change tonight in the hockey game and more. Of course, you're going to hear that Panthers-Lightning game, too, and just a few around 7.30. We get the pregame started with Doug Plagans right here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. 560 The Joe, Radio Rewind, running back some of the best you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. Where you at? It's Dan Day, and Hawk and Crowder is where it's at, talking about there's a change in the lineup tonight. Also, we trust Coach Q and some Burger King love. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Boca represent? I lotioned my yeah, yeah, uncle's yeah, ankles yeah, one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Did you? The term pancake was copyrighted or something. I need my fix. Monday from Friday to two to the six. Hopping in crowd, I tune in the bits. Competition going super intense. Both stations, man, I can't switch. Crowded don't quit. I'm in, I'm wrong. Download at Odyssey.com. Shout out to Lana for bringing it strong. And everyone else that be bringing it locked in. I'm locked into the hot men in Crowder Show. Boxed in with no options. I still find a way to get my daily dose. I'm on a mission for jokes. I'm tuning in on the road. I pull it up on my phone. I pull it up while at home. Alexa, like, leave me alone. Alexa, play Hawkman and Crowder show. I've had enough of you. Boneless? Oh, no. That's not flavor, though, huh? Venus Williams here. Venus, what's up? I'm buttoning your shirt, Twan. It's game night! Oh, Bittersweet for, for me, but I love it to do. <laughs> We've had a change in the starting lineup, oh. and I'm not talking about Drieger. I'm talking about Crowder going to the game tonight. <laughs> oh, boy, this 9U travel baseball to get you every time. So Woo. Crowder learns last night he cannot join me and Solana at the Panthers game tonight. And we have good seats because his uh, his kids' youth baseball league. And so... Hey, 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 hey. Put a little respect on it. Travel. Nine you travel, travel baseball. Travel league. baseball league. No YMCA. Like, like uh, Bobrovsky has been replaced in the Panthers' starting lineup with Chris Drieger. Crowder has been replaced in the Hockman-Solana starting lineup with Dr. Chuck Metzger. I might have upgraded, bro, to be honest. Except we don't know if Crowder can figure out how to transfer his tickets off his phone to Dr. Chuck because Crowder's not technologically savvy. Um, This was the text exchange that I just had with Dr. Chuck a few moments ago. Uh, Be at my house, blah, blah, blah. We'll take my car. My wife has a Lexus, so we can park in the Lexus lot. Chuck writes, okay, sounds good. Assuming that I can get my ticket. And I wrote, worst comes to worst, you'll wait in the parking lot for me. <laughs> Is this email? Is this do do our phones have to touch? What there's something chat room do I need to go into? <laughs> <laughs> there's something where me and my wife's phones are close enough that we can send like virtual touches to each other. I, I don't know. How does this work? Listen, the Florida Panthers tonight cannot squander this opportunity. No. And when I say squander an opportunity, I am talking about something far larger than this game and this series. I am talking about an excitement over hockey in South Florida 
not because the Panthers snuck into the playoffs, not because the Panthers are on the cusp of not being a playoff team, but they're going to be able to, and we always do the thing right, anything can happen once you get to the playoffs. South Florida can be excited about this team and is excited about this team because they are deep and they are good and they're exciting and they're tough. The roster is interesting. Like everything about this team is exciting and South Florida can fall in love with this Panthers team and ice hockey over the course of these playoffs. I firmly believe that. And that's why I don't want to see them squander this opportunity against Tampa. Because if they get bounced in round one, you're going to hear, eh, same old thing, same old Panthers. And if they can advance past round one, to me, you open up this whole new door of hockey fans in South Florida that'll be with you for life. Once you go out there and you experience it, you get involved in it, like they'll be with you for life. So I really don't want to see the Panthers squander this opportunity. Not that tonight is anything. Look, it's game two of a seven-game series, but you don't want to see him go down 0-2. I love the fact that Coach Q is going with Chris Drieger. We talked about it uh, ad nauseum yesterday, and uh, I think Chris Drieger gives them the best chance to win right now. And uh, it's going to be obviously a little bit different. No Sam Bennett tonight. He's suspended for a game, so uh, it's going to be all hands on deck. But uh, but I'm excited about this game tonight. Oh, and I saw that, too, with Drieger starting today. And um, and you have an inside track with the team, so you let us know it's official. But uh, is, is Coach Q already on the level of Pat Riley where whatever his de- decision is, we're with it? Yes. Because I felt yes. good. Like, I was saying, like, bro, you pay Bob the money. Bob's been in this situation. He's an older guy. You know, he's he's been crowned the best goalie in the league, you know, two years, I believe. Ride with him. And now Coach Q says, no, we're going with Drieger. And I come totally off my point when it's Coach Q. Okay, Coach, whatever you think, Coach. Yep. Yeah, go with what you think. Yep. He's, he's no, already think, on Pat Riley level. He's been here, I what, think, less than a year. But he's but it would be like Bill Belichick going to a different team. It doesn't matter that he's only been there a season or two. Bill Belichick has all the rings. Coach Q's yeah. got all the rings. He does everything right. You mentioned uh, Crown there. And uh, not to go off on an aside, but there is some huge – news today in the world of food, which you know is my real beat. Mm. Um, Burger King is bringing back the crown-shaped chicken nuggets. And I tweeted this out. I am so firmly a believer in this. This is not shtick, if you will. Um, There are some food facts. You know I listen. uh, I, I live by food facts. A couple of them. Sandwiches taste better in a red basket. I've said that forever. I believe that. The little red lattice basket, it's a a game changer when it comes to a sandwich, Uh, especially if there's a nice little, you know, paper doily in there. We differ. We Um, differ on that point, but continue, continue. Number two, popcorn always tastes better coming out of a bag rather than a bucket. And I know the genesis of that, so I'm with you because it's in the Bahamian airport. airport. (laughs) (laughs) Popcorn is something else. And I am a firm believer that chicken nuggets shaped as crowns always taste better than regular nuggets. I want to applaud Burger King. It's been 10 years since the crown-shaped nuggets. And I'm very who's, – who's applauding with me? Is it Steven and uh, Solana or Crowder? Who's applauding with me? I gave you a slow clap. All right. Okay. I just want to make sure. Because the, the, the chicken nuggets shaped as crowns definitely taste better than regular nuggets. And that's just a fact. Hmm. Don't they get colder faster because there's more surface area? I'm getting too. I don't think so. 
First of all, they can't get cold because you're going to eat them so fast because they taste so goddamn good. Can I say that on the air? All right. Let's get headlines. Let's get headlines with Alejandro Solano. Only thing that makes those crown chicken nuggets better, Hawk, are the Burger King fries because they're so good. That's an oh, excellent meal. You're excellent trolling pairing. me. You're trolling me. Yeah. You are trolling me. Burger, and I love French fries. Burger King is the only place that I will go. I will order a sandwich and and not get French fries. And do you know how difficult that is for me when a menu offers French fries to not all, not uh, accept French fries? Like that's how bad yeah. Burger King French fries are. With that body, I'm with you 100. <laughs> percent <laughs> It's hard to believe their fries are terrible. What's that little crust that they put on it? Don't leave yeah, the crust it's off. Weird. It's yeah. weird. Like clean out the fryer or something. I don't know what's going on Ooh, with that crust yeah. with the with the thing. But the the crown nuggets, man. I, I can't wait. You with me on that, Solana? You remember the crown nuggets? I mean, you were just a kid. No, I mean it's only been ten years, Hawk. I wasn't a kid. I was in high school, and yeah, I do remember the crown nuggets. <laughs> I didn't, big man. Big I, man. I, I, I can't believe just, they went away. Up, I wasn't I wasn't a kid. I was in high school. <laughs> Big man paying taxes now, huh? I yeah. Forgot. I forgot. So you threw it down when you wanted to go through that drive through, you told mom and dad, I'm ready to go through the drive through. I'm no kid. Well, I mean, you would know that once I turned thirteen, I was officially a man. And <laughs> Oh, that's right. I forgot I forgot. Solano was driving a limo at twelve, owned his own limo company at fourteen. Yeah, crown nuggets. <laughs> crown nuggets are fire. Crown, I don't. I don't. Why would they ever go away from that? It didn't make any right, sense to me. Right. Right. Didn't make any sense. You're trying to. You know. What are you? What are you trying to to hide your identity? What are you? What? Oh, all of a sudden, Burger King ten years ago became Sammy Sosa. They try to pretend that they're not the crowns. That they're not the kings. You know. They're trying to whitewash. Hello. Anyone with me? <laughs> You were going. I was gonna let you go. I, I don't think- know. Yeah. I don't know where I went. I don't know where I ended up. I think I'm on a dead end. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it make them look faker than they already are? 100%. I mean, it just reminds you that it's not a lot of chicken. (laughs) But who cares? They taste good. I mean, it's probably made out of Play-Doh. I don't know. How do you mold things into crowns all the time? Whatever it is, they're good. It's funny because we were watching, watching, you know, those shows, you know, all the, the, the truth of shows. So they were saying that chicken nuggets are made out of chicken rib meat. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, and it's, you know, the stuff close to the bone nobody eats, you know, they clean all the good stuff up. And my kid asked, they was like, hey, daddy, what is, what are these made? I was like, it's chicken, but it's like chicken rib meat. Like, daddy, chicken ribs are tiny. Yeah, but they can pick between each one of them. They're, go to your room. Just right. <laughs> and, and trust me, you're lucky if you get some of the chicken rib meat in there because mostly it's, it's beaks and talons, but whatever, it tastes good. <laughs> it's delicious. Nothing a so little bit the, of honey uh, mustard can't cover up, by the way. <laughs> you don't want to cover up the taste of the crown. How dare you? Always fun with those guys. Always fun with you. Let's do it again tomorrow around 6 o'clock for another edition of 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Later, slug. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.